Welcome to Impact, where we help you grow a business that amplifies your unique genius, multiplies your income, and transforms lives. Each episode, you'll discover actionable strategies and frameworks that are working right now for top brands and thought leaders. In this episode, I talk about how I used Hot Seats to land two new retainer clients and how to stack the ROI with strategies like Hot Seats. And finally, how you can get started right away leveraging Hot Seats to grow your business. Well, hello again, friends, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Impact. I'm your host, Jason Van Orden, recording this on a rainy day in New York City. I'm a strategist to thought leaders. I love helping you grow a business based on your message, on your expertise. And particularly, I love helping you package up your knowledge into new streams of digital income that are scalable so you can help more people and grow your income without being dependent on your time and energy so much. And in this episode, I've got a great strategy to help you do just that. I'm sure you've participated in a hot seat before. You might have even facilitated hot seats. You know, it's that thing in masterminds where you're the one on the spot, so to speak. The spotlight is on you and everyone's there listening to your big question and the thing you're trying to figure out. And they're all giving input to help you to know the best way forward to solve some specific problem in your business. And I'm willing to bet that that's something you've experienced before, but I'm also willing to bet that you haven't thought of some of the ways my guest today, Hillary Weiss, uses them in her business to attract clients and generate content. Now, after Hillary shared her approach with me, I put it into action right away. What were the results? Well, I got two new retainer clients who signed up to work with me shortly thereafter. I used to think that hot seats were just a tool that you used in group coaching and mastermind settings. But now I look at them as a key part of my business development process. So in this episode, Hillary and I talk about how you can use hot seats to expand your network and land new clients, launch new streams of income and much more. So with that, let's go ahead and get into the interview with Hillary. my pleasure to welcome to the show, Hillary Weiss. How are you doing there, Hillary? I'm so good, Jason. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so excited to be here. Yeah, totally. My pleasure. So we had a really great conversation recently about hot seats. Yes, we did. And that sparked some really interesting ideas in my mind. Certainly, I knew what hot seats were. I've done them in masterminds before, been in the hot seat or put my clients in the hot seat. And I guess for anybody listening, uh, maybe you can go ahead and define hot seat. But then, uh, yeah, I want to get into why we're here talking about hot seats. Um, because I think, in, okay, and anybody's going like, oh yeah, I know what a hot seat is. Why are we talking about hot seats? Yeah. Believe me, like we're, this is going to be a creative conversation about hot seats. And I don't know no, how many no. more times we'll say hot seat before the end of this um, interview <laughs> hot, hot, here. Hot seat. You got to say it three times every month, like rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. But um, so this is, I'm glad that you actually brought that up because the people are, some people are like, you know, well, hot seats, I already do that in my business. I already, you know, I've, I've been hot seated. It's already a part of kind of how I do things in Q&A and all of that. Um, but I would I would challenge that assertion with the mm -hmm. idea that a lot of people can do hot seats because it seems very simple, right? You're having people show up and ask questions, huzzah, one at a time. Um, but the issue is that not everybody does hot seats well. 
Um, mm -hmm. And where we run into problems with people not doing hot seats particularly well is where you kind of get in those hot seat sessions where, you know, you're the person's talking for 30 minutes and they're talking in circles. And then it kind of turns into there are some hot seats where it kind of turns into more of a therapy session. And you're wondering, why am I watching this? Um, and there are hot seats that kind of go off the rails and don't reach a strong conclusion. And then everyone's kind of unsatisfied. Um, but how I define hot seats and how I teach hot seats is basically like a laser coach, a laser group coaching session where everyone's in the seat with a really specific question, a really specific problem that needs to be solved for a really tight time frame. Um, I do hot seats in my business for an around 10 minutes ahead, um, but people can do them in 15, 20, 30 minutes, however you prefer. Uh, but what is different about the hot seat methodology that I teach is that, first of all, we talk about how you can use hot seats for all kinds of different things than just Q&A in your program, right? You can right. actually use hot seats. And this was something I experienced in my own business. You can use hot seats to build your visibility. You can use hot seats to sell your stuff as an alternative to webinars. Uh, you can use hot seats um, to actually create entire programs. Uh, I have a really awesome program that's exclusively hot seats. People mm. sort of set a goal for six months and then come on in. I do uh, business coaching and positioning coaching in my work. So what's been so interesting about that offer, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but I did want to mention it, yeah. um, is that it's both an upsell and a downsell. Um, so people will come in to the my group coaching hot seat program that's six months long. It's called the Thunder Collective. And they'll use that to kind of test drive me as a coach and me as a problem solver. It's a lower investment to my normal coaching. Um, and then they also use it as a downsell. So people who've been, I use it as like a downsell or, or almost like a maintenance coaching offer, or people who've already been through my coaching and have reached the end of the rainbow come in. And as they're continuing to build stuff and to create, they're in that hot seat group coaching as sort of a maintenance coaching for themselves. So it's been so interesting to have that in my arsenal to catch both types of people, which I think is just really, really cool. Um, but basically in my world, how hot seats work is you select a really specific topic for your hot seat, um, just based on whatever you want to promote or sell or what you want to show people you can do to give them a test drive of your skills. Uh, and uh, you have a step where everyone submits a question with really, really specific parameters uh, mm -hmm. in such a way that you have audience members actually self-diagnosing the problem before they come to you, which is always the next, the best thing because where hot seats go wrong is when everyone's talking in circles. Um, and mm -hmm. then you get everybody in the seat for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then you move on to the next person. And what this does is create a really fast, dynamic, awesome environment for you to flex your skills, first of all. Uh, but it also creates a lot of value for people watching the hot seat because they're watching real business owners get re solve real problems in real time. And when even if they're not in the hot seat, there's always an aha or two or 10 that tends to happen right. because they can see parallels between what's going on between the person in the hot seat and their own businesses. So there's a whole lot of value there, which is really yeah. great, right? It's like people yep. get the direct value as well as the indirect value observing and seeing what's going on uh, yep. in other people's businesses and the answers they're getting. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so where this really got interesting, because it's like you took, I don't know, I just imagined you going like, okay, something in my business, hot seats. Let me think, let me make a list of like 15 different ways I could use hot <laughs> seats in my, like, I don't know, you strike me as a creative <laughs> thinker like that or something, right? So, yeah. And, and you came up with all these different ways you to, to use a hot seat, just not not just like, yes, it's one way a mastermind mm -hmm. runs and people can sign up for my mastermind, right? Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and share a personal experience since our first conversation mm -hmm. uh, about this, because it did get the wheels turning for me about, you know, I, I love this idea of a maintenance 
uh, offer. I love this idea of like a one-off uh, offer people mm-hmm. to kind of taste your skills as a coach, as a strategist, as a whatever it is you do. Um, okay, so here's here's what I did with it. Um, I, I like, so when I do experiments in my business or really anything in my business, I really try to stack the ROI. In other words, like how, how, how many different ways am I going to get benefit out of this? So even if one of them doesn't quite work out as I hope, maybe a couple of the other payoffs really did work out. And so I started getting this idea of like, okay, you know what? I am going to put together some hot seats. I decided to do them free here at first. Um, yeah, yeah. Just kind of dive in, get some logistics and figure a few things out of how I was going to run this. And I just, what I did is I made a short list of people I wanted to invite. And here are the types of people I invited. I invited some past clients so that I hadn't been in touch in a little while. It was, I was like, this will be a great way to, you know, just check in with them, give them some value, keep top of mind with them. I invited some people I had recently met at a networking event. You know, I had two or three people like, I want to grow a relationship with these uh, these new colleagues that I've just mm-hmm, met. So mm-hmm. I invited some of them as a way to you know, continue that. Um, I also had two or three people that I knew were uh, considering working with me. So I put mm-hmm. them on the list as well. And I also put some people on the list. I'm like, they should be considering working with me from everything I know. Yes, right now, I know I could help their business, right? Awesome. And, uh, so here's what, here's what I did. And so I sent out those invites, you know, a lot of people came back. I had them fill out a form cause I'd gone through your course on hot seats, got a couple great ideas about onboarding to make that, you know, more smooth and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so got, so first of all, I loved that because I got all this information about people's businesses and where they're at. Right. Yep. Yep. And, since one of the reasons I wanted to use this was like, hey, you might want to work with me. Now I knew even more specifically what I could help them on because they've just put it in this form. All right. And also anybody in my like now I know how I can help anybody in my network right now. I just knows what's what's I know what's on their mind yeah. in general. So that was awesome. And then, you know, according to kind of where they were at and what they needed, I started, I actually, you know, I started matching them to groups. So my first round of them was three and I actually did three all in one week, uh, you know, day back to back. Um, Superstar. All right. And, and sent, so yeah, sent to them before, like, here's uh, who's in your group, please check them out. So like, we don't have to spend a ton of time on introductions and stuff. We can just get to the um, the work and, and stuff like that. Um, and then when everybody showed up, I did a quick icebreaker. And this is like a question that has nothing to do with business. Like what's something you love doing on a Friday night? What was the yep. last TV show you binged? What was it? Whatever. Just kind of get us warmed up, interacting. And you learn a little bit about who's, cause a lot of times people don't know who's, I've, sometimes they might know somebody I've, I've invited, but I was also yep. trying to connect new people together. Right. So Absolutely. it's like, Hey, we're getting to know each other here as well. So here's, here's what happened. So I mean, unanimously, unanimously, people were thrilled with the value that they they got from it. And when you set it up right, like the value, you know, I'd love to take credit for all of the value. I guess I could take credit for some because I did put the people in the room, but yeah. they got a lot of value from the relationships and other people as well. Excellent. Um, I already have a new retainer client from one of these three masterminds. Beautiful. Somebody else that I'm getting on the phone with tomorrow who pretty much immediately after was like, yeah, you're as good as everybody says. I need to talk to you about how to work with you. <laughs> so I'm like, great, let's book a call, right? Um, and, uh, oh, and then, there, then there's a third person who's on deck. They're like, I'm not quite ready yet, but I definitely see but I need I to know. work with you in the yeah. future, right? Fantastic. Um, so I was like, okay, this is wor- like the ROI in terms of, sampling what I do totally there and it was working. Right. So as long as I can put the right people in those, cause obviously it's time intensive for me. Absolutely, like I need yeah. to know. Um, but I was like, okay, there's something definitely, uh, with using hot seats in new and interesting ways. 
So that's that's the the story that came from our our conversation several that's weeks awesome. back, and I just think it's it's really cool, and that's why I wanted to bring you on here to tell awesome. you. Like, I want people to think about these fifteen different ways that they could be yeah. hot seats uh, in their he own. He didn't tell me right? the story before the interview, by the way. So he's like, "I tried some hot seats, and I'll tell you on the interview how they went." And I was like, "Oh, please be good." <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I want to, first of all, I love that story. Thank you so much for sharing. And I've actually got to share these with my, my students inside hot seat beast as well, because I think the specific invitation and the people you got in the room, I know that's a, like networking is a, a, you're masterful at that. I know you're, you know, very well known for being a master connector and, um, having this incredible network. And I think that's just a, such a magical way to serve people. You've already touched, invite people in who are new to kind of test drive you, get in front of people, you know, you can help. That's, well, absolutely what hot seats are for. Um, and I love that you had that strategy around audience as well. I think that's so smart. And I'm definitely going to mention that to people uh, when, I, when I talk absolutely. about this with them. That's like the secret weapon. But I do want to double back on something that you said, where you were like, well, you, there's like 15 different ways you can use hot seats. And I'm sure you just sat down and thought of them. Well, yes and no. So this is the chicken and the egg thing, right? And I am definitely... Uh, I do want to be clear with people listening that the reason why I created this course and the reason why I'm such an advocate for hot seats as a strategy is because accidentally they've become a core part of my business strategy. Yeah. Um, like when I when I was because and um, you and I just spoke very briefly about this over email. Uh, but the big problem in the online business space is the trajectory goes like start a business, get some clients, get really good at what you do. And then when you're ready to scale, teach. And there's, there's just this huge gap between being really good at what you do and being really good at teaching what you do. Yeah. Um, and I figured that out the first time I ever gave a talk in front of a uh, live audience where I was just, oof, woo, it was rough, Jason. I'm going to tell you that much. And I'm sitting there at the front of the stage doing this like talk that I've given and I'm realizing that I've loaded it up with way too much information and things are way too complicated. And it was more about me showing everyone how smart I was than actually giving value to the audience. Um, but it actually wasn't until we did the Q&A at the end and it actually turned into a hot seat style Q&A where people were giving me, I was a copywriter at the time. So people were giving me like sales pages, landing pages, about pages, home pages to look at and saying like, what's wrong with this? How can I improve it? And seeing it up on the screen, it was so easy. I was like, oh, right. You know, I do this every day. Let me, I think you can edit this. The call to action has got to be here. Let's strengthen the benefits. Um, and so that was kind of my first taste of what that style hot seat can do. Um, and then I ended up teaching inside. So I was the event I was speaking at was a client's event, uh, and people loved it so much that I ended up teaching inside her mastermind, doing hot seats for like two years. Hmm. Um, and that I started to notice was a huge visibility builder for me because I was having these, you know, mastermind clients in the hot seats. We were having these conversations. They were starting to see what I could do. And then they became students and clients of mine. So I was like, ah, okay, there's something to this. Um, and then I started leading hot seats for my own community. And I started actively pitching them to get in front of new audiences. And I started doing them at live events and workshops. And I started doing them to as a, and what I'm most excited about is hot seats as a replacement for webinars, which has been so interesting. And I know you, that's what you and I touched on and what kind of caught your ear. Um, because I think that uh, consumers are, you know, I'm not gonna not gonna torch the webinar model because you know everything everything's working for someone, and I think there's still a lot to be said. But ultimately, if your customers are at a level of sophistication um, that they may be kind of over the webinar model, or they've kind of seen everything done, or if you're somebody like me who gets sort of self conscious in that like information, information, information mm -hmm. pitch 
context where I'm like, is this even working? I'm teaching these people theory. How are they going to act on it? What makes hot seats so valuable to promote your stuff, especially as a coach and like hands-on service provider? Um, what was so valuable when I did them as a webinar style is that you get to show people, as you said, exactly what you can do and give them that taste of what having that hand on hands-on help and feedback and support can have the impact it can have on their businesses today, you know, not after they figure out the theory and try to put it into action. I'm a big fan of prioritizing the shortest distance between idea and execution between problem and solution. So for me and just how my brain works, uh, it was such an incredible tool. And the more I did it and the more I talked about it, the more I was like, somebody, I got to I got to put this together for people. I got to teach this. You know, there's, there's really something to it. And especially being a business owner who values that, who values giving value, who values actively solving problems. Um, and also what it did for me was it made me a much better teacher. It helped me build that muscle, figure out the problems my audience actually had. So I started creating solutions to those problems and they sold way better than the things I thought I was supposed to be teaching. So that's, that's kind of the story. Yeah. So, I mean, we've already laid down at least five ways, I think, to use. I mean, essentially what you just said is hot seats are great for customer discovery. And I'm a big proponent of customer discovery interviews. I'm always asking my clients, you got to go talk to five to 10 to 15 people. Mm -hmm. And they're always like, oh my God, that was so great that I had, you know, afterwards had those conversations. And this is a way, you know, have four or five people in the room and essentially you're hearing right there. So yeah, like you said, gives you ideas about what products create, how to best offer value. So customer discovery. Um, you could use it as a as a potential lead gen thing though there'd need to be some kind of a, a velvet rope there because obviously it's yeah. a time intensive thing you can't just like put anybody in the hot yep. seat room but in this case it was like yeah a, a short list of people that i knew that i wanted to bring in and to give context to everyone i mean both you and i like we have some higher end offers one-on-one or group or so obviously yep. like there it, it might be worth it like this retainer client it's going to be worth you know multiples of thousands of dollars to oh, me yeah. now, definitely worth the time of you know, and I and she happened to also be somebody I really wanted to get to know better. So like I said, stacking the ROI was all there, even if she hadn't become a client, right? No doubt. Um, the uh, and so yeah, so there's the the whole part of kind of the customer journey warm up thing. It can be part of inside of a, a group program itself. I love the mm-hmm. idea of a maintenance offer. Yep. Uh, in fact, there I wanted to touch back to an interview that was on the show a little while back with my friend Jeffrey Shaw, who's an author of a book called Self Employed Life, and he talked about on our interview. Uh, the step up, step down model, as opposed to everyone's always talking about this escalator where it's always up to something bigger, bigger, bigger. And if they're not ready, then, oh, they just might, hopefully they'll still be around, but they might just drop off and go away. And he's like, how about you have that thing where it's like, okay, yeah, they're not inevitably going to be ready for the next big thing. So bring them down to something that just get and hot that like access to regular hot seats once a month. That's a perfect type of easy offer, but it's always going to be targeted to what they need, right? There's always yep. going to be value there. You're always going to be top of mind. Six months down the road, year down the road, whenever they're ready to like the next engagement, they're like, hey, cool, let's do this because I've already been here. You've been keeping me, you know, uh, in the fold, so to speak. So yeah. Um, you're hired, by the way. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I saw a uh, hot seat spokesperson. Thank you. Yeah. And then, oh, and then, to, yeah, to, to cut your chops as a good teacher. That's, I love yeah. that too. Because it's, I think it's, it's really important. And um, it doesn't get talked about enough how to facilitate well, how to teach well, how to coach yeah. well. And what better way than like get some people in the room on a regular basis. You'll, you'll yeah. start 
figuring out quickly how yeah. where your strengths are, right? Love it's it. So, it's so strange how it's such a gap, you know, like it's everyone, it's what everyone's kind of expected to do to scale, right? Like if you, if you move from service provider to like expert brand, you know, you've, you've got to have that teaching skill and how are people supposed to build it by creating, like doing all the labor to create a course that will maybe sell, like to start doing workshops that will maybe work. Like what was so appealing to me about this. And again, something I stumbled into, um, but what I'm so excited, why I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, so excited to share it with other people is, it's just, it's a, first of all, a safe way to do it because you're doing it based on your own skills and you're able to prepare mm -hmm. um, because you're getting those pre-submissions. You don't have to stay up all night making a slide deck, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and it is always valuable to solve direct problems. Mm -hmm. Like there's never not value in that. And for me, in terms of, you know, we talked about it briefly, uh, I mentioned making it like a visibility booster as well, like a big part of making my transition out of copywriter where who I was for 10 years and into coach, creative director and strategist was by leading these workshops with my audience to cement me in their mind as more than a copywriter, but as a coach, as a leader, as somebody who could do mm -hmm. like solve these biz dev problems. Um, and it was really kind of extraordinary to see it take off. Like I've done free hot seats for my audience. I've done paid ones um, where it's just, you know, a series of three workshops, cash in hand, come on over. Um, and then I eventually turned that into the Thunder Collective, which is my my maintenance offer. And it's just so it's so interesting because nobody's teaching how to fill that gap between how do you go from not teaching anything ever to mm -hmm. becoming a really good teacher and coach and problem solver who knows their audience inside and out. You do that by showing up and touching people and being in con direct contact with these businesses. And in my opinion, there's no better way to do that than with hot seats. Yeah. Love it. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit more about Thunder Collective. Yeah. So you have, you have a product which teaches all of this, like goes into depth about your, your hot seat philosophy, mm -hmm. like in the pre setup during after, and like your whole, your whole process. So I want to make yep. sure people know about that. What, and uh, remind me the name of that program again. Hot seat beast. Hot seat beast. That's right. And I've been through it. And there's a lot of great information. I mean, that's uh, the conversation with you. And then going through that, I was like, okay, I'm definitely doing some of this. <laughs> Um, intended effect. Amazing. Yeah, I love it. Uh, okay. So I, I'm curious, Thunder Collective. So is this something that's only available to people after they've been a client? No, this is actually, so this is, as, this is why I mentioned it as the upsell downsell. So it's a six month program um, where you have, so my whole brand statement piece studio, hillarybice.com is about helping creative service providers show up for themselves. Finally, like come out from under their avalanche of client work and start doing the work and showing up to build their brands, to create their content strategy, to, you know, raise their prices, become a high ticket service provider or a teacher expert, whatever they want to do. Um, so what, and a, a huge part of that, I have like a mini course on like building ideas quick and cheap too, because I think that's also a gap in like, how do I actually make things that I are testable and small. Um, but the, the Thunder Collective was born, it's been through a few iterations, like past iterations had a like a mini curriculum in them. But then I realized that no, no one cared about the curriculum. They wanted the hands-on coaching in the hot seats, mm. which I was like, okay, I hear you market. Got it. Um, but how the Thunder Collective works is it's basically a six month container. Um, so um, clients and students who want to uh, have a set goal for the six months, maybe they want to create a really awesome, consistent marketing strategy and content strategy. Maybe they want to develop a high ticket program and figure out how to sell it. Uh, maybe they want to develop a course and figure out how like structure it, make sure the messaging is on point and get it out into the world at the end of the six months. Um, and so they essentially choose a visibility goal 
for the six months for themselves. And then month to month, I have them break down their goals, their individual goals. So month one, what are we working on? Month two. Um, and because they set those milestones for themselves, uh, I don't have to do a lot, which is great. Um, but I have a record of all of those milestones. So depending on what they're submitting and what they're sending to me, we can figure out like if they're on track, they get held accountable. And of course, they get their feedback on their ideas. And how I, I, I kind of phrase it, because we're doing hot seats, it's capped at 15 people. Um, we run it, we open it every six months only. It's probably the most affordable way to work with me directly right now, which is also mm -hmm. appealing. Um, and they come in and everyone, everyone has a guaranteed hot seat. Of course, not everyone shows up every time, which is fine. Uh, people have their own lives, um, but they can, they, they have that container where they know, okay, we're having a hot seat. It's every two weeks. We're having a hot seat. I need to make sure I get this to Hillary because she's going to step on my neck if I don't. Yeah. Uh, and then I also want feedback on that so I can keep going. And we play, I, I describe it as sort of playing red light, yellow light, green light um, <laughs> with their ideas. So it's, I, I'll be honest if I'm like, oh, I don't think this is going to work, like back to the drawing board. If it's yellow, it's like, this is good. I think this can make it better. Now go. And then green light is two thumbs up. Yeah. Here's how we can like really step on the gas. And it's really, really handy for entrepreneurs who, and I, the way I phrase it is learn by doing. Um, because I think there are, I mean, for me as someone who struggled a lot in school, I don't learn well lecture format, but if you let me roll up my sleeves and get my hands dirty, I will never forget what I learned. Like that imprints it in my, into my like gray matter. Um, so that's who it's kind of targeted towards. And I think there are a lot of us in the entrepreneurial space, these learn by doers. Um, and these aren't folks who needed another course or theory. Um, uh, but in terms of who it's targeted to, we do the general launch to bring in, you know, new people because I had a pretty good conversion rate in the last round into my one-to-one. -one. I think it was something like 25% or something, which is not, not too shabby, pretty good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and with, with more people who buy the rest of my stuff and the rest of my programs, cause they know me. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, and then I also mentioned it to, um, the timing of it. So I launched my coaching quarterly. So at the end of the six months, it's usually, it's, well, always uh, bridging up on the end of some of my clients, co like one-to-one -one coaching. So I mention it to my one-to-one -one clients as well by saying, like, hey, FYI, Thunder Collective is opening up again. If you do want to join, uh, I would love to have you. Obviously, you're more than welcome to. And it's this much a month, which is obviously a significantly smaller investment than what they were paying. Um, so if you want to continue, because they have goals that my positioning coaching is all about, like building the identifying the specialty, building the framework, building the offers around it and the content strategy, and then they go. So inside the Thunder Collective, they can kind of come in and continue doing that work and showing up and building things with my support. Um, so it's it's targeted kind of to both folks where it's like, okay, past clients, I talk to directly about it. The sales are personal follow-up. Um, and then we do the larger launch for the larger population where it's like, hey, so have you, do you want to work with me? This is a chance. It's the most affordable way to do it. If you want to test drive my coaching, this is awesome. If you have a huge visibility goal for the end of the six months, this is what we do. Come on in. So that's kind of how it works for both audiences. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's, that's a, that's a great model. Um, so, okay. So yeah, you've got, you've got people who show up, they might want some access to you, but they're not ready for the, or maybe don't have the budget for the total coaching access and you've got people who like they did the total coaching access and now this is a great way to kind of maintain some support yep. and but uh they don't need the the same level at that point yeah. let's just get yep. them through um, they're done they're ready um, to be set free <laughs> so <clears throat> what so if somebody's like listening to this right now and they're going wow yeah i should use hot seats more this is getting me all 
excited? Like, what do you think is a good first step for somebody to, to test something out with these, this hot seat idea? Absolutely. So first of all, you missed an opportunity to use the word hot and bothered. Um, but I, will say, <laughs> I just wanted to plug that in. Um, so how to start with a hot seat. So obviously my course hot seat beast is available. Um, mm -hmm. but I think by the time this interview goes live, enrollment will be closed, but if y'all send me an email, I might be able to hook it up. Um, nice. but the um, how I would recommend starting with a hot seat, and I actually have a resource, a free resource around this called Hot for Teaching, which is all about selecting a topic to teach around. And it's obviously a great plug into hot seats as well. Um, I don't know if you do free resources in your show yeah, notes, totally, 100%, 100%. but provide that. Yeah. Um, and so I, what I recommend is thinking about, you know, what really specific topic do you want to run a hot seat around? And a good topic for a hot seat, I find, is usually kind of a sticky problem that your audience has that's a no-brainer for you to solve. Every creative service provider has something that when they can they can they can do in two seconds that everyone watches them and they're like, oh my God, how did you do that? And you're like, I don't know. I'm just superwoman. Relax. <laughs> but in this context, um, it can make a really great hot seat because there's nothing more incredible than having this problem that is this this giant knot of a problem and having an expert just be like, oh, just do A, B, and C and you're done. And all of a sudden your head explodes, right? So selecting a topic that that is something that you, a problem that you can easily solve. That's an issue that, you know, a lot of your clientele has is also fun for you to teach and coach around. Um, and ideally, you know, while not every hot seat needs to plug into something, um, thinking about an issue that can tie into one of your larger offers as well is a good strategy. Um, in addition to that. So what I recommend doing is first of all, letting folks know that you're running a hot seat. Um, and then also prompting people who sign up to fill out an intake form before the hot seat. So they have to, and the very specific, the questions I, I give you more details about this in Hot Seat Beast, but basically you want them to submit their name, uh, website, get, and talk to you a little bit about the problem. Mm -hmm. um, and also you want to put really good constraints about what they can submit. This was especially for me when I'm going over messaging or copy, I always let them know like three to five pages, absolute max. Like if you send me a 20 page sales page, I'm going to focus on one thing and you're going to be upset. Um, but so really setting clear parameters, prompting them to tell you about their issue and also the number one thing they want to walk away with, um, because that does something where it forces the, the hot CT, so to speak, to mm -hmm. self-diagnose the problem before they arrive. Um, and we talked about this briefly earlier in the interview where, where these hot seats spiral out is that they don't know what the problem really is. So they're just coming for a therapy session. Um, and then you get on the hot seat and you're going to want to set some ground rules, let everybody know what the time constraints are. Um, as you say, have an ice, a little icebreaker challenge. So everyone gets to know each other. Um, for me, I have a very specific way. I ask people to introduce themselves that basically explains like who they are, what their business does and what the problem is. Mm -hmm. Um, so that the listeners also have context and then you run your hot seats one by one. Um, and then at the end, you can give them next steps to work with you, talk about a program that you're offering, um, and what, however you want to wrap it up. And then they get the recording at the end so that they can review and everyone goes home super happy. Love it. So I think one key thing you, you mentioned there was the picking a theme or even narrowing the, the focus, because yeah. I'm sure some people get nervous about a oh, hot yeah. seat situation, especially if they are the facilitator, they're being seen as a, uh, as a coach. Mm -hmm. um, like what if something comes up that I just, and of course, you know, you have the intake form to help 
you prepare if you need or know that something's coming or maybe even to say, I guess you could always write them and say, hey, that was a great question. Not really my wheelhouse. Yep. If you have another one, you could always do that. But yeah, that you can narrow those parameters, you know, so if it's like you want to just talk about you know, this topic X, I mean, particularly if that, like you said, that is a program that you want them to ultimately sign up for that you teach them them more. So anyway, that's, I think that's pretty key takeaway because I can imagine that could be an overwhelming thing for some people thinking about doing hot seats. Yeah, you can do it, but you can do them around so much. But I think like, especially, so I'm actually teaching hot seats to a group of life coaches at the end of the week. Um, And something that's so important in that category is, you know, of course you can't solve trauma in a hot seat. You know, you can't like get into people's deepest fears, but picking like a specific topic, like what's something your imposter syndrome tells you, like, let's unpack that and talk about it. Um, And I think what's also important if you're putting pressure on yourself around selecting a hot seat topic and this, you may remember this from the program as one of the golden rules of hot seats um, is that you are the, what's important to to define is that a hot seat is not necessarily about solving every problem or giving them like the, the, like the, the clear cut turnkey solution. It's about helping people recognize what the issue is and giving them next steps. So especially, you know, if you're in a zone where you maybe do deep work with people traditionally, but a hot seat has a time cap on it, you can recommend resources, you can recommend books, you can recommend things to try and um, sort of ideas and strategies for them to test out and tweak. Um, so I think that's really important too. And the secret I find also to hot seats is making sure that you ask questions. So you find out what's really going on. So yeah. you can get those correct steps. Cause another place hot seats go wrong is you're like, I'm the expert, I'm the guru, and I'm not going to listen to you. Cause I already know, mm-hmm. I already know what you need. So I'm gonna give it to you. Um, and the number of times I have done that and have it backfire on me, <laughs> just mm-hmm. truly absurd. Um, but that's why it's a great testing ground for being, for being a teacher as well and learning how to be a coach because so much of that is listening. Um, But in terms of narrowing the scope, I'll just use copy as an example. Um, So, you know, if we're doing a a hot seat for copywriter or like a copywriting hot seat where people are submitting like their landing pages, um, you can do it around one key, either around the deliverable, a landing page itself, or around one key thing on a page of copy. Like, is this headline going to work? Is this the most powerful headline? Like, am I describe or am I describing the benefits and results? correctly? How can we strengthen that? So just really sort of thinking broad scope, the problem you want to solve. And if you can go down a level to narrow even further about the ideas and questions people can bring, um, then it's only going to serve you because again, creating those parameters, creating those clear guidelines is really what sets you and your audience members and and hot CTs up for Mm -hmm. success. Love it. Okay. So yeah, let's get them that free resource that you mentioned uh, for, for anybody this is resonating with and they'd love to have a, something to dig into a little bit more to help them with the process. So let's tell them about that. What do you got? Yeah. So I got this little tool that I made uh, for the most recent Hot CVs launch. Actually, it's called Hot for Teaching, mm-hmm. um, which was a really great title. You're welcome, everybody. My team was like, you're ridiculous. And yes, that is the title for this. Um, the uh, So it's just a really handy little resource um, that's going to help you dig into what you really want to be teaching. Um, because a big a blocker I find for me and my clients and my own experience as a business owner is one of the biggest blockers to entrepreneurial momentum is boredom, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone's like, I got to teach something. Let me think about something real basic that's going to bore me out of my gourd, but it's what people seem to want. So 
maybe I should do it. Um, this tool is like just like everything I do in helping you examine your own ideas, examine your own interests and passions, and then selecting a topic, a valuable topic to teach from there. Um, and then it will tell you a little bit in the conclusion as well about what makes Hot Seat such a great teaching tool. Um, and it could be a great little way to decide your topic for your very own first Hot Seat. Love it. All right. So where can they get their hands on this resource? You can get the resource at HillaryWeiss.com. That's H-I-L-L-A-R-Y-W-E-I-S-S, -S, as in snake, dot uh, com backslash hot for teaching, all one word. Awesome. Yeah. And I just checked that PDF out recently and there's uh, some great, it's a good, for, it's a good framework. I'm a big fan Thank of you. frameworks. Anybody listening to the show knows I love frameworks. We're all yeah. about frameworks. Um, I'll include that in the, in the um, show notes as well. If anybody later, you're like, Oh, I forgot what that URL was, but <laughs> hillarywhites.com forward slash hot for teaching um, to get your hands on that PDF to help you get started with your hot seats as well. Uh, thank you so much for coming to, to share your ideas and creativity around this. And thank you personally for, you know, giving me something to experiment and take action on that. It turned out really well for me. So I'm thrilled about that. Sounds um, like it did. Amazing. My pleasure, man. <laughs> absolutely. And I look forward to the next time we get to chat. I can't wait. Thanks so much for having me, Jason. And thank you all for listening. I hope to see you in the hot seat. Such a fun person and a creative person as well. I want to let you know that actually Hillary has a YouTube show that she co-hosts with another friend of mine, Margot Aaron, who is also a fantastic person and a wicked smart marketer. And their show is called Hillary and Margot Yell at Websites or Hamya for short. So if you just type in Hamya, H-A-M-Y-A-W, you'll find it inside of YouTube. And a few useful URLs for you once more. HillaryWeiss.com is her website, and she's got the freebie for you. Hot for Teaching, a free guide to choosing your hot seat topic at HillaryWeiss.com forward slash hot for teaching. You'll also find those links in the show notes. On my next episode, I have Christine Kane, the author of The Soul Sourced Entrepreneur. We talk about how to balance strategy and soul in your business. We also talk about the Colby A assessment and why it's a great tool for hiring and understanding your clients better. We really geek out on that one. I think you're going to enjoy it quite a bit. And we also talk about Christine's framework for making intuitive decisions in your business amongst other wisdom that she had to share. We'll talk to you next time.